<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi guys, welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. Let's get into it. I feel like I have so much to catch you guys up on because I haven't recorded in a week and a half. It feels like when you haven't seen a friend for a really long time and then you go to brunch and you just have like a million things to talk about. So I'm going to try not to be scattered all over the place in today's podcast, but I've been in like a really transitional part of my life, I feel like, which is a really exciting thing. And I feel like I have been in a transitional part of life for the past like five months. I'm not even kidding. Ever since we moved to California, life has just been moving so fast. Responsibility has been extreme lately just because we obviously have a dog Coco's getting older we have a house we have bills we moved to a different state so with all of that I just feel like we've been maturing a lot we've been focusing on our lifestyle what really makes us happy getting in tune with ourselves and I'm talking about me and Hunter if you're curious why I'm like us 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 but yeah I don't know I just feel like the past six months we've grown up so much and It feels weird because I obviously have this like platform where I just share my brain with you guys and I was just thinking about this yesterday when I was editing. I swear even like if I'm editing a video from a week ago and I'm talking about something, sometimes I will change within one week. Like I'll watch a video from a week ago and I'm just like, who is that? Like you seem so young. You seem so on a different wave than I'm at right now and it's just crazy because I feel like week by week I'm always learning things and it's really overwhelming to be honest and I feel like I got to a place a couple of weeks ago where I just kind of felt overwhelmed and I'm happy that our Arizona trip trip happened this weekend because it was just perfect timing it was so like fun I felt like I was back in high school so many of my high school friends were home this weekend we went to a wedding and it was Halloween weekend so we went out for Halloween and if you know me the fact that I even have a voice right now is insane like I don't know why I didn't lose my voice after going out twice so that in itself just shows that I'm a different person than I was like a month ago my voice is like a little bit raspy but it's definitely not like fully gone if you've been following me for a while you know that anytime I go out or even if I go to like a long dinner the next day I have zero voice so the fact that I can talk right now is actually insane but The rest of this episode, my voice won't be raspy. I'm just recording the intro right now. But today we're talking about things that I've just realized lately. I wanted to have just a raw conversation with you guys about the way that I feel about fitness, the way that I feel about setting goals, working on yourself, because I think that there was this day that I started watching some of my old videos and I realized that 
I have been going through a lot of change and I feel like my lifestyle six months ago is so different than it even is right now and definitely different than it was a year ago. So I've just come to a lot of realizations and I've done a lot of reflecting that I wanted to talk about things that maybe I used to even share that I felt like were good for me and I realized that weren't anymore. And I just wanted to spark this conversation and raise some questions in your guys' head just to maybe do some reflecting on your guys' part and help you find what works for you. Because I've noticed that looking back, sometimes it's really easy for me to get carried away. And if I'm really motivated about something, if I'm really passionate about something, it's almost like blinders go up and I'm just so focused on that and I tunnel vision on this one little thing. And sometimes that's not good. And even in the big picture, I'm always talking about how to become your best self, pour all this energy into yourself. And sometimes you could pour too much into yourself because it is important to keep that balance aspect in every area of your life, in your friendships, in your vacations, in your day-to-day life, in your job, in your fitness routines. Balance is so important to me and Sometimes I have to be pulled out of situations to be able to reflect and look back and think, okay, was I truly focusing on balance? balance? Was I overworking myself? Was I pouring too much onto myself where I was letting other relationships fall and things like that? So yeah, I know that was just like a lot thrown at your face and it's just the beginning of the episode, but I just kind of wanted to give a rundown of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, But before we get all into this, let's talk about my not-so-typical obsessions this week. I have a couple, actually. So the first one is a simple one, but probably my favorite one, and it's dirty matchas. I never tried a dirty matcha before. I've I've tried dirty chai, and I like dirty chais, but I way prefer matcha over chai, and I never thought that like coffee would taste good with a matcha, but I recently found a TikTok recipe where it was just a regular matcha latte the way that you like it. I like to do maple syrup, almond milk, oat milk, and the peak tea matcha, and then you put a splash of cold brew over the top of it, and I tried the stock cold brew. I forget which one of my friends told me to try it, but someone recommended it, so I tried that cold brew, and the combination is actually the best thing I've ever had. I've had a dirty matcha every single day since I saw that TikTok recipe and it's a perfect midday pick-me-up. You guys know how obsessed I am with coffee. It's kind of sad because I started replacing my second coffee with a matcha but now I'm just like literally having both of them at once but I just do like a little splash of cold brew. It's not like this huge caffeinated beverage but It's really good. You guys have to try it if you like matcha and coffee. I actually prefer the cold brew in it rather than espresso in it. And I think you can order it at coffee shops too. I'm not sure because I'm not a barista, but I feel like they would be able to do it. So that's one of my not-so-typical obsessions. My next one is the 14-day challenge on Sammy Clark's form website. Very specific. But any sort of like fitness challenge... um, like switch up in your workouts, anything to keep you motivated. That's like what my obsession is right now. You guys know me. I get really like, like I said at the beginning, blinders on, really zeroed in on something. And lately that's how I've been feeling about spin and Pilates. That's like my workout routine every single week. That's what I'm doing. I don't have a membership at a big box gym. So I haven't really had room to switch up my workouts because I don't want to buy another gym membership. And I don't really love to work out in my home gym 
alone that much because I feed off of other people's energy and I like to get out of the house. That's one of the reasons why I love working out is because it pulls me out of my house and I love the drive to the gym. I love seeing people. I love chatting with people and working out at home just doesn't give me that same effect. But I have started the Sammy Clark workout challenge and she also posts YouTube videos so you don't have to get her form subscription but if you want to get it you definitely should because it's such a good platform that she has but she also has free workouts on her Instagram and YouTube channel but just like holding myself accountable to something that is like a 14-day challenge something like that and I'm not talking about trying to get results in 14 days because that's not my intention the intention is just sticking with something to challenge yourself to keep it like fun and exciting and have this new little routine and what I like about her workouts is that I can do it anywhere and obviously I said that we're in Arizona so I knew we were going to be traveling so I thought that'd actually be kind of fun to switch it up and do something like that. I've also been going to spin well I went to one spin class here but just the idea of switching it up is fun and if I skip a day that's fine I'll just like pick up where I left off. I just think it's fun and exciting to do something different and like switch it up and not be so stuck in my routines with what I've been loving with fitness and yeah I've just been loving it so that's my second one and then I have one more obsession which is reconnecting with friends I've said this so many times on my platform but you guys know by now one being with family is my favorite thing in the world and two being with friends that feel like family are also my favorite things like just being able to sit in a room and feel so comfortable and cozy is just such a good feeling and we got so much of that this weekend it was so fun like just seeing all my high school friends these are people I grew up with like people I've known since I was in kindergarten so if you have friends like that you know the feeling is just like undescribable you feel like you're reuniting with like your family you know and we haven't all been in the same place for a really long time because obviously after high school you all move away and we went out for Halloween and it's just funny because like so many people were there but I felt close to every single person I was telling Hunter that I felt like I had two 200 conversations in one night and it was just so nice because every conversation was just like the best and I just love everyone had the absolute best weekend I feel like I don't know if I sound different right now but I just feel so whole and myself and just coming back to your hometown, hanging out with all of your best friends from high school, just like such a grounding feeling and it just reminds you like who you are, not that I've lost sight of who I am at all by any means, like if anything, I've become a better version of myself and I don't want to go back to like the person I was in high school or anything like that, you know, we like obviously are growing and becoming better versions of ourselves, but it's still really fun to just be like brought down brought back down to earth you know what I mean like sometimes I'm in California and I just feel so overwhelmed because I'm like this is my life this is insane I live in California I work from home I'm my own boss like it's just major imposter syndrome and I almost feel like unworthy I'm like why are people watching me why are people listening to me why are people taking advice from me you know so sometimes that overwhelming feeling is just like doesn't even feel real I don't even feel like I'm living real life and then I come home and it's just really grounding so yeah this weekend was the best thing ever I honestly challenge you guys if you've moved away from home if you have found new passions since maybe high school or just growing up go back to something that you love if you played a sport in high school and you haven't played since high school or you haven't played since college 
go play that sport a little bit. Try something that's similar to it because that's kind of the feeling I get with spin. I went my whole life with having a team and a coach and working out every day and having that like practice feeling every single day. And then after high school, I obviously didn't have that anymore. I don't cheer. I didn't cheer beyond high school. So going back to spin kind of gave me that feeling. And I think that's why I fell in love with it so much. And then even just like I said, being home this weekend and going back to those familiar habits and familiar people and routines and restaurants and all of that, it was just a really homey feeling. So I really challenge you guys with that. Even Hunter was saying this weekend because he was with all of his wrestling friends that he like really misses wrestling and he wants to just go to a gym and like free wrestle or I don't know the term, but you know what I mean. So I challenge you guys that this week. Let me know if you actually do it and maybe I'll go to like an open gym somewhere or something in California. I don't even know if they have that for cheer, but moving on to my not so typical dislikes. I only have two this week. The first one is the fear of growth. It's kind of scary to know that your life is going to change. You know, it's scary to take a second and think, well, my life has actually really changed a lot. And then it makes you question, what is my life going to look like in a year? What is my life going to look like in five years? And I don't think that that's a good mindset to be in. It's fun to be excited about the future, but I think that the fear of the future is limiting and it it's not helpful in any way. So I've been trying really hard not to focus on the future and not to focus on, well, what is my job going to look like in five years? What am I going to be vlogging when I have a kid? What am I going to be vlogging when I'm not motivated in fitness? You know what I mean? So the fear of the future is what I'm saying is my not so typical dislike, not like the excitement of it, because I do focus on the future and set goals and envision myself reaching my goals. Cause I think that's a positive outlook, but it's the fear specifically that I feel like I kind of go down that hole sometimes. So I'm trying not to do that. So that's my dislike. And one more thing is comparing yourself to like your old self. I think a lot of people do struggle with this because a lot of people in my life I've talked about this if you see like an older picture of yourself or an older video, anything like that, even if maybe at one point in high school, say you were super motivated with the gym and then you see a picture from that time comparing yourself to back then or even from a month ago, six months ago, you know, we're always changing and I feel like we're not meant to just look the same for years. You know, we're constantly changing and don't compare yourself now to who you were That's never going to be a positive thing. That's looking backwards. We want to look in the future. And I actually got reminded of this because somebody posted a TikTok. I don't want to like say who, but it made me sad because they posted this TikTok of them in the past and then a picture in the same outfit in the future or sorry, not in the future right now. And the caption was like, why was I cuter back then? And I just am obsessed with her. So it made me sad that she felt that way. It also sparked the thought in my head that a lot of people do struggle with this thought. I thought I was like one of the only people who constantly struggle with that when I see older pictures of myself and it made me realize that just because I see so much of her content and I never would have guessed she felt that way. So yeah, I just thought I would give you guys that reminder. We're not meant to always look the same. We're not meant to ridicule ourselves, especially compared to our past selves. So keep that in mind going forward if you struggle with something like that. But let's get into the episode. Going back to what I said at the beginning, I was watching some of my old videos and I've talked about this a couple of times here and there because I do this frequently. And 
I saw that I wasn't living a strict lifestyle, but I did feel like when I was watching, I was living a way more structured lifestyle. So that's the word I'm going to use, structured. And I'm not saying that that's like a bad thing. I'm not like trying to say that structure is being strict and all of that because that's not what the intention was, especially because I know for a fact I was still focusing on balance. It's just that the structure that I had back then, I don't have this pull to feel that way now. And I'm honestly just like saying this to myself to remind myself that maybe at that point in my life, I needed that. I needed that structure. I needed that to feel good. And now I think the place in my life and the goals that I have, it doesn't align with that. And I'm trying not to be vague. I feel like you guys might be a little confused, but even just like the Sunday resets, the grocery restocks, the cleaning the fridge, the waking up really early, the nighttime routine, the morning routine, like that's great things. And I feel like I still do all of those things slightly. It's more just like natural now and it's not so intentional anymore, I feel like maybe, or it's not, I keep wanting to say the word strict, but like that's not really how I felt before. It was just like I really wanted to hold myself accountable to all these things because I knew it made me feel good at the time. But For example, right now, if I were to meal prep on a Sunday, I feel like I'd be so bored during the week because a huge part of my life right now is coming home, starting to cook at 5 p.m., spending like an hour making a recipe, sitting with Hunter, eating a meal, trying new recipes, and that's a huge part of every single day. I'm really into cooking right now. I'm really into enjoying and slowing down like that, so if I would just like meal prep to have these quick, easy meals it wouldn't align with the way that I want to live my life right now. So it's okay to change and it's okay to switch your habits and switch your patterns. And the point I'm trying to get across is to be in tune with you. I don't want you to listen to this and you just meal prepped yesterday and now you feel like, oh, that's a bad thing. Like that's not the intention. The whole point of every single episode, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. If it's relating to my life, I'm not telling you to do that in your life. I'm not telling you that this is the way to go because there's no right way. And that can be a little bit unmotivating and scary to know that there isn't just like this formula that everyone can follow and everyone can feel good doing. It's truly a lot of inner work to find out what's going to work for you. And it's a lot of evaluating. It's a lot of reflecting and it's a lot of being okay with change. So that's kind of the point that I'm making is just right now I have realized that all of these habits that I've been trying to hold on to just don't really work that much in my life right now. Whereas other habits are replacing those habits and I'm adapting to new things and also my goals are always changing. So yes, the underlying goal is just always for me to feel good. And I think that I will always have this huge passion for health and wellness because I want to live a long life. I want to feel good. I want to be energized. I want to have good sleep, good mood. Sorry, my throat. Um, but right now, another huge goal that I have is to experience life more and to try new experiences, to get really close with new friends. And maybe a year ago when I lived in Arizona and I didn't really have that option to try new experiences, it wasn't a factor. So I had all this time to pour into myself and I really needed it at the time. I went through a really big struggle in my life in 2021, in 2020 and 2021. So 2022, the beginning of the year, was just 
I had to focus on myself and I had to pull myself out of this huge rut and I'm so happy I did that. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that I did that. I'm just here to say that my life is changing and I feel like the conversation's important because I share my life, if that makes sense. And I will always share life lessons that I learn along the way, not to sit here and be like, oh, I learned this lesson and it's the right lesson. It's just the right lesson for me. Really quickly before we keep going, I want to talk to you guys about Upside. Upside is sponsoring today's podcast episode. When I first found out about Upside, I truly thought it was way too good to be true. I was just like, "Mm, I don't really believe that that's going to work. But you guys know me and Hunter. We go out to eat so much. We spend so much money on gas driving up to LA, driving home to Arizona. And if you're like me and you cringe at just the thought of spending way too much money on stuff like that, then this is the app for you guys. Upside has been helping us personally save so much money in different departments like gas bills, restaurants. Literally, all you have to do is download the free app in the app store. It's called Upside. Next, you just claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You click check-in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and then you get paid. It's that easy. It's that simple. It's not too good to be true. In comparison to credit cards, rewards, loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have their 4.8 star rating on the app store. You guys can actually download the free Upside app and use promo code TYPICAL to get $5 off or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code TYPICAL. I think something that I've carried into my current lifestyle is more of a relaxed approach to feeling good because I still want to feel good. I still have goals. I think I'm just taking this approach that's a little bit more relaxed and that's what's working for me mentally right now. And I've actually seen this trend that's going around on social media that I think is a really positive way to look at goals and habit stacking and everything that I talk about on this podcast, making your life 1% better every single day. And I really think that that's a good way to look at health and wellness because 1% is so underwhelming and it's so achievable. Like, waking up in the morning and making your bed, you're starting your day 1% better. If you tend to not drink a lot of water throughout the day, but one day you fill up your water bottle and you're drinking it all day, you're being 1% better. And that's sort of the way that I've been looking at life a lot lately is just adding in things here and there that make a big difference, but that are small. And that's always been the angle that I've tried to achieve a healthier lifestyle. But I think that I've actually embodied it in the past six months or so and it's reflected in having this super achievable mindset with health and wellness and I've even noticed that my goals have changed so much and the underlying goal has always been to feel good and I do feel really good right now but I think even more lately the thought to feel good is really mentally like I really care about my mental state more than anything right now and sometimes I go to a workout class and I don't feel my best in terms of my endurance with spin and things like that and maybe a year ago that was my biggest goal was to feel good physically and to be really great at my workout classes and to feel really motivated but right now my goal really isn't that and looking back I can see a pattern change of how I live my life and the way that I'm viewing it and I think it's important if you are on this wellness journey to think about your goals and think about your lifestyle and ask yourself are you allowing yourself to have balance are you allowing yourself to make mistakes are you 
looking back to see your growth, are you proud of yourself? Are you kind of zeroing in on yourself and not letting other relationships bloom and not giving yourself the days off, letting yourself not be 100% perfect all the time? Because I think that that's really important. And I don't want to say that if you are on this wellness journey or you're really focused on yourself right now, that that's a bad thing. I think we've all learned, especially with more talk about mental health and wellness on social media, we know that focusing on ourselves and pouring into ourselves is the best thing that we can do. And you can't fill up someone else's cup without filling up your own. But to an extent, we have to remember that there's a lot that goes into your mental health. And for me, a huge part of my mental health is the relationships in my life, is my day-to-day lifestyle, my days off, and I'm constantly changing and I think that that's okay and I think it's a conversation to have, especially as someone who started their channel really niched into fitness and wellness. And I'm not going to say I regret that, but I will say that that was another topic I wanted to talk about is how social media, it's such a great thing. Like it really is. And it connects so many people. I've found my best friends on social media and I've even watched people that I don't know in my personal life that feel like friends to me and they're super comforting to me and I've looked at social media and YouTube as a way to de-stress and I still do that day to day. It's a huge part of my life. It always has been. I've been watching YouTube since I was literally like in the seventh grade watching Bethany Moda feeling like I had a friend to watch, you know? So, I think social media is such a cool thing. I feel like there's a really fine line for me with social media where I can't watch too much social media and I can't get too wrapped up in the idea that I'm watching 100% of someone's life because that's not the case. And I don't want to make it sound like I hate social media because I obviously don't. That's what I do for a job. And I watch a lot of social media and I think social media can be really, really great for inspiration and motivation. Um, I'll take Sydney Adams page, for example. She has such a productive lifestyle and you can tell that she has these goals that make her really happy. And when I see her post, it fills me up and it makes me feel really productive. So that's just an example of why social media, I think, is positive. Like I go to Sydney's page all the time. Literally last night I was watching Sydney's like 5 a.m. wake up morning routine and I was like, oh, that actually looks really fun to be up early and have all this time. So I pull so much motivation from things like that. So I have to add that so that you know that I'm not saying social media is all this bad thing, but my personal struggle with it and me posting, I feel like you come to my page and I want you to feel inspired and I want you to have this motivation, but I also want you to know that life isn't perfect. And even though you're watching this perfect TikTok recipe video that took me way too long to edit and way too long to film, you don't really see that when you're just watching the 12 second video. Sometimes we have to look past the outside of social media and I even have to remind myself this, especially when I'm just constantly scrolling and constantly watching YouTube. Sometimes I fall in the hole of feeling like, oh shit, I'm not doing enough. I need to be more focused on my goals. Even just in terms of social media as my job, watching it can be super stressful as like, oh, I need to be posting more. I need to go make my thumbnails look better. I need to make sure my editing's better. And it's just a lot of pressure to hold on your shoulders. So as someone who does social media, I wanted to talk about how 
not that social media is fake because I don't like when people say that, but there is definitely 90% more to life than you see on social media. As someone who posts constantly, I'm vlogging every single day. I would honestly say that 20% of my life at the most is on social media and 20% of the meals that I eat, 20% of the workouts that I do. Okay, actually, I do post a lot of workout content, so maybe like 80% of my workouts are shown, but you get the point. Like, you just see such a small glimpse and that's where I think it can be really negative because then we compare ourselves to this perfected side of social media. And if you're on a wellness journey, I think you need to be really careful about this because the wellness industry and myself included, a lot of the time social media can paint this really perfect, unhealthy, unrealistic, unrealistic, unattainable lifestyle. And I definitely do the same thing unintentionally. And it's not a bad thing if you're a creator and you look at your page and you think, oh shoot, like, yeah, I only did post the beautiful healthy recipes that I ate this week. And I didn't post when I just like really quickly ran to in and out one night. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because as someone who posts on social media, it's really hard to be on all the time and it wouldn't be healthy if I was constantly posting every single little thing. So the reality is when you watch a YouTube video, it can unintentionally only show a glimpse of life. And sometimes we forget that when we're watching and I forget that when I'm watching. And I feel like this past week, I've just kind of gone up and down with how I feel about social media. And I think even if you're probably listening to this podcast, maybe you're in this era of your life where you are super motivated and wanting to get into it. And that's why I'm talking about this. Because looking back at my life, I try and take away some of the negative sides that I've noticed so that I can maybe spark the question in your head. But I definitely feel like I wish I could go back to myself and just say, hey, like, you got to add some balance in here. You need to take a chill pill. You need to go off of social media a little bit or even just switch up your timeline. You know, follow some people that show a really realistic side to life and show things that are outside of fitness because if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that no matter how inspired you are right now for your wellness goals, I want you to know that there's so much more to life than wellness. Within the past couple of months, I've definitely taken a step back from consuming so much content and doing things that really help me kind of unplug and recharge, like doing walks in nature, finding recipes to do. Like I said, I really enjoy like actually fully cooking and chopping vegetables and maybe including Hunter in my cooking process and doing date nights at home. Like it's just fun. Like I even have been doing recipes through cookbooks and it's just like something so fun about actually romanticizing the entire process of cooking and even just having like a lazy Saturday morning where I'm laying in bed reading, journaling, like Hunter go grabs a Starbucks. It's so fun and I've been trying to really focus on a balance in that sort of way and really put my mental health first and I've noticed such a great difference in my overall goals and the way that I feel. So yeah, I guess this is me just saying that there might be a shift in my content, to be honest. Like this podcast even, I started it and most of my topics have been very, this is how to achieve your goals. Here's 10 habits that I do every day. And that's great. And I will probably always talk about wellness things because wellness will always be a huge part of my life. And it's just one of my biggest passions. But at the same time, 
my lifestyle is always going to change and I'm going to keep my content as authentic as I can and I can't just talk about things that will help your goals when maybe that's not the part of life that I'm in. Maybe I'm not trying to reach a million goals and it actually could be helpful if you look up to me in terms of the achievements that I've made with health and fitness and being productive and all these things that you've watched me do along the way. Maybe it'll be helpful to hear that I'm not in that part of life right now and it's okay to go through phases where your goals change and it's okay to live a little bit more of a chill lifestyle sometimes and it's okay not to do the Sunday meal prep. It's okay to do the Sunday meal prep sometimes and it's all about finding a balance and finding the balance that works best for you. So take away what you can from this conversation and know that you can be fully focused on yourself and be on the self-love, self-wellness journey, but you can also really make an effort in other aspects of your life and really put yourself out there and show up for your friends and show up for your job and work on passion projects, work on things that don't have to do with wellness, work on things that don't have to do with work and also just give yourself this patience and not have so much pressure on your shoulders. That's what this whole episode is to do is to take away some of that pressure that I feel like we all feel. And I really can say that the past two years of my life, I've felt such a huge pressure that I've finally lifted off my shoulders and I finally feel like I can fully just live my life and enjoy my life and share it along the way and share my experiences, not overthink things, not feel like I'm not being enough, not feel like I need to have this perfect thought out podcast and perfect YouTube video and TikToks. Like I'm just at this place where I don't feel the need to be perfect and I think that that is a really hard place to get to and I think a lot of it is maturing, a lot of it's growing and a lot of it's going through ups and downs with my wellness journey, with my career on social media, and with friendships, with relationships. A lot that I have realized in the past year have come from so many experiences that I've gone through. So I'm really thankful that I have a platform where I can use some negative experiences and some learning curves in my life to really share that with you guys. So that's today's episode. Before we go, I do want to give a book recap because I think all of you guys saw on Instagram this week that Colleen Hoover came out with a new book. It's called It Starts With Us and it's actually the second book to It Ends With Us, which a lot of us read a couple of months ago and I've been waiting for the second book to come out. I've been waiting for the movie to come out. I actually don't know if the movie's still happening, but if it does, just know Hunter and I will be at that theater. But... um. Yeah, this week that book came out and I read it cover to cover within 24 hours. So that obviously says something about how good it was. But I will be honest, I don't think it's her best book, but I do think that it complements the first book really well. And if you read the first book, you know that it was extremely heavy and I wasn't even like ready for that. I didn't read any trigger warnings or anything like that or reviews. So I had no clue what the whole book was about. Definitely be careful when you read books, especially Colleen Hoover, because she gets super deep really quick and throws you through a loop. And sometimes that can be triggering depending on the topic. And It Ends With Us has some really, really hard topics to read. So be careful. But 
it starts with us was definitely a lot more lighthearted, fun, and it was really good. So I highly recommend it if you've already read the first one. I just don't think it's like her absolute best book, 10 out of 10, but I would give it like a 9 out of 10 to 9.5 because it was enjoyable to read, but I just started a new book. It's called Things We Never Got Over. I saw Kenzie Elizabeth post about it, so I started reading it actually, and I realized that it wasn't a Colleen Hoover book. As I was reading it, I was like, this does not sound like Colleen Hoover's writing, even though when I first started reading it, the cover of her book looked like a Colleen Hoover book, so I just assumed it was, and then I looked that it wasn't even her, and I was proud of myself that I actually could recognize like a writing style like that. Now that I've been reading so much, it was definitely a small win in my book. So anyway, I started that book. I'll let you guys know an update after I finish that. I'm only 20% through, but thank you guys so much for listening today and to just be here along the way of my wellness journey and my life journey. Seriously, it means so much to me if you guys make it to the end of my episodes or if you just listen to any of them. So give me some feedback if there's anything you guys want me to talk about in the future, if there's any guests you want me to have on but I'm really excited for the future of this podcast and just all my platforms. Thank you guys again for listening. The journal prompt this week is how do I truly feel about my goals right now? That's the prompt. I hope you guys have the best week and I will talk to you guys next week.